Hey, what's up, guys? It's the Music Corner Rips the 808s. I'm Nate. I'm Trent. I'm Sebastian. And today we're going to be doing something a little bit different than usual. Uh, still talking about albums, of course. But uh, since it is a little bit over halfway through the year, pretty much at the halfway mark since uh, we've actually started the podcast, we are going to go over uh, some of our best, our top five best albums and the top five worst albums so far this year. So far. Yes, yeah. make that clear because it can definitely change by the end of the year. Yeah, you know, but these are still albums that, you know, we feel are either, in our personal opinion, some of the best, of course, that has come out and maybe even might stick around till the end of the year for us. And as well as some of the worst albums that will probably stick with us unless some other album comes out that is absolutely horrible. All right, so what we're going to be doing then, like each of us will go around. Uh, We're going to start, though, with our worst albums, uh, starting with number five, which is the least worst album, up to number one, which is, in our opinion, the worst album. So for me, I'm going to start with my number five worst album this year. Megan Trainer's Treat Myself. I think Megan Trainer is very annoying. I don't like any of her dumb lyrics at all, like whether it's her old songs or her new ones. And I know some girls are like, oh my god, she's so like, she's such a vibe, like, she's a mood. Like, um, no, no, no. And the album had nothing to show from it, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, the album in and of itself was just it, not memorable, very bland just typical pop stuff you know like, like, like the next one here let's just go into number four my number four worst album was kesha's high road <sighs> see the thing i that really threw me off about this album the most i mean it was just generic for me anyway nothing too special but like she's on this whole like party kick again and i had thought that she was done with that and like she was on to like newer better things and like you know living her best life but she still sings about the whole parties and acting like the same old uh, Kesha with a dollar sign. And I, it's nothing new, you know? I like her old stuff, though, don't get me wrong. Like, when she first came out, TikTok and all them. But, yeah, the album overall just, once again, not my thing. Kind of bland. It is what it is. Uh, but moving on now, number three. Right in the middle, I slapped uh, DaBaby in there. Blame it on Baby. It... I, I hated it. I hated it. There was, like, moments where it was, like, kind of gross because, like, the whole uh, Megan the Stallion feature because we all know Megan will ruin a song, at least for us. Yikes. Yikes. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was just nothing to show for this one. This is by far, like, my least favorite trap album uh, compared to the other ones, which was pretty close to, like, the Lil Yachty album for me, not going to lie. But if it wasn't for TD, it probably would have been uh in baby's place but no it to baby easily one of the most boring trap albums this year nothing really to show for it your standard trap it is what it is uh now we'll go into my top two number two being the trapped album shadow work and i remember i mentioned on the podcast about how i wasn't expecting anything to begin with It was going to be, you know, trapped, especially with all the controversy that he'd be getting themselves into and his countless, countless political posts on Facebook and social media and just calling out bands for no reason, even though they are well below these bands uh, in terms of how good they sound. But Shadow Work was was and easily is the worst trapped album period. I will admit I did. I do like their first album still and their second one is still not bad. Uh, aside from all the drama and everything that he's involved in. I don't mind their old stuff at all. In fact, I didn't even mind a single off this album, which is uh, something like I Want to Want What I Want. Weird title, but it was actually a decent track. But the whole album was just acoustic, almost. Like, a lot of the songs were acoustic, which I wasn't expecting, and it's not necessarily a bad thing in general, because there can be good acoustic songs. But... That's not the only thing that was acoustic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god but um nevertheless uh yeah there was just nothing to show from this album at all this is either their weakest work especially after hyping it up so much on their social media saying it is their quote best work which i'm like mm, 
you obviously forgot about your self-titled album because yikes dude it wasn't good at all it was all very close to being the worst album of the year but with that said the worst album this year the crown holder goes to you guessed it the 1975 notes on a conditional form holy shit that was an awful album easily still sticks out to me as one of the wor- one of the worst albums this year and of all time and it's sad to say considering i actually really like a few of their songs but this album was just a clusterfuck there's no other way to put it there were songs that were all over the place. There was like the weird like house music kind of thing going on for instrumentals. Uh, the, the whole speech in the beginning, the Greta speech, which I'm like, I don't even know why that's in here. You know, like this just all of a sudden made the album like 10 times more political than it should be already. And uh, yeah, um, my girlfriend's mom put it best when she said that after she listened to the album, it felt like looking through the bargain bin at Walmart and still finding nothing. Because yeah, it's fucking yikes, but it's so true. It's oh so God. true. The, like, I can't name even the hits off that album that play on the radio, which I'm, I, I assume it is. Cause there's not. There's no, right. I don't even know if there are hits, to be quite honest. It's just, it's awful. There's nothing. At all. And I'm like, I think there was one track that's like very short. It was like two minutes that gave me like shoegaze vibes. Kind of like the Taylor Swift album that like there was one song that gave me like shoegaze vibes, which, you know, that, that's, that'll do for me. I'll take that. I'll accept it. Barely, but I will. But it just, no, it was all, and it was too long. It was too long for how much it sucked. Like, it's already bad. Why do we have to make it like over an hour? I'm pretty sure it was over an hour. So, yeah, that's my that's my hot take on that album once again. Uh, yeah, so there, there you have it. There's my five worst albums of this year. Let's move along now. I'm just looking down my Discord. Sebastian, tell us your five worst. <clears throat> Sorry, I just had a coughing fit from ginger beer. Um, <laughs> so, uh, basically, my worst albums... Uh, why did I not put these in order? Okay. So, as far as my... Uh, goes this one's more of a disappointment than anything um definitely not the worst but i wanted to put on here because i i was actually really looking forward to this album despite uh my review of it um bob dylan's the rough and rowdy ways uh you know bob dylan is a huge huge inspiration for me i you know his folk music has brought a lot of forward-thinking messages and I would say just very, um, just very introspective lyrics that you can only get from, of course, Bob Dylan and folk music. But this album, of course, is kind of, I can say, the worst send-off you can probably have is your possible last album. Um, you know, I, I do not, um, I, I really do not enjoy the route that he went with this um you know it reminds me a lot like i said before of like a honky tonk bar that nobody really goes to except for like (laughs) neighborhood drunks and they're basically just like face down and like they're spilt beer at this point in the in like the crowds trying to like basically boo these people out so they're playing the bob dylan songs like on repeat um you but know, not the good, but not the good Bob Dylan songs. <laughs> no, 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 not the good ones. Probably, playing, probably, I would say the like entirety of rough and rowdy way. Yeah, they <laughs> exactly. Played, not the, okay, there, there was one good song. The first song from the album had me pretty hyped, but then the oh, rest yeah, of it was honestly just say, awful. I didn't say it like when we talked about it, but like yeah, because you already said like the first song. I was like, oh, it's gonna be good out. No, no, <laughs> big no. Um, it, it but as yeah, it was just a huge letdown for me. Uh, here, give me a second. I'm gonna order these really quick. Um, uh, here. Wait, what are you doing? He's he's putting them in order. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. I literally thought Sorry you meant like that. I thought you meant like I'm ordering these. Like you're just doing an order in the middle of the podcast. I'm like, what are you buying? <laughs> Rough and rowdy way. <laughs> uh, I'm buying Plot it on twist. vinyl right now. Limited you edition. Loved it. Uh, solid gold vinyl. Um. <laughs> One in one hundred. 
So as far as my number four goes, this one's going to be a little bit of a surprise and probably even a, uh, I would say, kind of a controversial one. Um, Juice World Legend Never Legends Ooh, Never Die. Damn. Um, you know, as far as rappers go, Juice World's definitely not the worst out there. I mean, you know, there's still a couple yet to come on this list, but. Um, and when it comes to, I would say, post, uh, I would say, like, post-life albums, uh, you know, like Michael Jackson, and I would say, like, Prince, and, you know, um, I'm trying to think, even, like, Leonard Cohen, you know, albums that come out, like, just as, like, an artist is, like, dying or, you know, is passed, you know, is passed on and everything, this is probably one of the worst I have ever heard because it is very disrespectful on Juice's name. Um, I'm not a Juice fan, you know. Don't uh, don't put me in that category. But I will say that he definitely deserves something better than this album. Uh, you know, random producers throw their names haphazardly through these songs, and they are just overpowering and just nonsensical almost. And not to mention just the lyricism in these songs, like they're just basically taking all of his B sides and throwing it onto a compilation album. And uh, you can tell it's just not his best work. And, you know, I've always not really enjoyed his lyricism, but you can tell even from his quote unquote best songs, this is definitely, you know, a little bit more of a downgrade from usual. Uh, you know, I, I don't like the idea of posting, people's music after they died just so the sole person uh just so the sole purpose of you making money um it's not really a good business tactic it just kind of seems uh it just kind of seems i would say just juvenile and immature um you know i i as just you know someone who would respect someone after they passed on i would never put out something that is just clearly made to sell and that's it you know, um, but with Grey Days, you know, just to compare it to another album that's similar, Grey Days is how to do it right. I think Grey Days is a great, uh, it's a great album. You know, I, I'm very happy they released it and it got to show Chester in a side that we haven't really seen him in for a long time, obviously. But, uh, you know, it just, it held up a lot better than something like Legends Never Die by Juice World, which is more of just there to make money and throw a couple rhymes at the wall and just sees what and then just see what sticks you know uh but moving on from there i have little uzi's uh eternal a take i did not enjoy this album yeah, whatsoever I remember, um, yeah i remember that one that one was pretty yeah rare. i i never really enjoyed little uzi i i don't know why he is very credited uh in the rap community as being the next generation of rap or basically kind of like I, I don't know like kind of like the punk artists of the rap world people really 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 like Lil Uzi and I've never really got the I never really got the meth or really got the signal that they were trying to reach me at um and with this one I can tell the aliens kind of missed the signal and picked up him and says someone else so uh as far as concept albums go, this one is very uh, <laughs> plot-wise. The concept kind of just runs a little too out there, and it just kind of it it doesn't rely on the concept for most of the album, which a concept album should run on its concept. Uh, if that makes any sense, this album tends to really just throw random stuff and then sometimes you'll have a bit more of the concept part of the album like you would reference things that have nothing to do with the idea and the imagery that's put forth by little uzi you know i'm trying to remember i something i remember uh one of my things it was like one of my criticisms was like you know a fucking a honda like something nice or something <laughs> like that oh uh, yeah that line it just doesn't make sense to anything in the album. And it, this album, you know, you can say it's a concept album, but to me, it's like a couple of songs that could work as a concept. And then the rest are just kind of, hey, let's just throw this shit in there. And I'm not even talking about the deluxe either, uh, which is even worse. But um, 
as far as uh, as far as lyrics go, you know, definitely not that good. Uh, as far as beats go, I did enjoy the beats a little bit more on this one than some of the other albums on this list, but it still just doesn't help the fact that it's a poorly written concept album that barely has a concept to it. Um, other than that, that's that's uh, what I call it, little ooze. Going on to my second to last album, we have Da Baby, and yeah, I Woo! I really did not like a lot of rap this year, but. Let me just say there was good rap and then there was some pretty abysmal. The uh, baby, I would say, is the worst because I had very high expectations for this album, which, you know, kind of hurt me in a sense because I should never really have high expectations for an album with an artist that doesn't really release uh, that doesn't really release albums, you know. And I like as more of a feature artist. The uh, baby, he has really really good guest features on a lot of songs you know he's very tight lyrical flow he is very good on uh keeping the beat like all wrapped together and puts a nice little bow on it but as far as his own album go he's as far as his own album goes he's not very entertaining by himself uh just to say the least the man really cannot hold a falsetto note to save his life and not to mention the guy just really has some bad rhyme schemes. Uh, you know, I don't really have a specific examples, but when I was listening to it again today, I really just did not enjoy just how um, just how poorly written this album was overall. I really can say that for someone who's really hyped in the rap community, this is definitely a song or definitely an album that kind of got a little bit too hyped in my opinion even though i think a lot of rap is overhyped nowadays but this is definitely a huge culprit of it uh moving on to number one we have everybody's favorite halsey's manic there it is you know there it is ladies um, and gentlemen yeah we got them boys uh <laughs> halsey has never been my favorite artist ever uh i just Never enjoyed the fact that she sounds like Elmer Fudd whenever she tries to pronounce an R. Uh, I never enjoyed her lyrical skill, if you want to call it that. Um, she she has a very bad way of basically putting herself in a very high pedestal around others. And uh, she likes to flaunt her sexuality a lot and... You know, that's, I mean, that's cool and all. I understand it, whatever, you know, sexuality and, you know, sex and music. It's not my biggest, you know, not my biggest thing. But as far as Halsey goes, you honestly take the cake. And I'm not saying this in the ass sense. I'm saying this in the sense that you take one of my favorite singers from the 90s, Alanis Morissette, and you put her in a really shitty John Mayer cover. It's not even just a cover. No, 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 no. It's even worse instead of saying a simple word like body you replace it with just a disgusting word to throw in there like pussy and therefore you make the song infinitely worse because the song itself not that good john mayer he's very talented but not the best singer in the world i've never really liked his lyricism but as a guitarist and a blues writer i do enjoy him a lot but body as body like a wonderland not my favorite song and yet they took that song and just made it even worse and not to mention, she teamed up with uh, BTS, I think it was. Yeah, BTS. And, uh, oh, but I like the BTS song. What, what was it, like, Boy With Love? It's okay. It's I okay at best. I, I liked her better as a feature on BTS's album more than them featuring on her album. Because it just, as the flow of the album goes, it's just a random, like, cement wall with, like, you know, you're you're already driving downward in a roller coaster, but except with no track, and you're not really in a cart either. You're just sliding down your bare ass on, like, gravel. But <laughs> at the end of it, it's just a, like, brick wall, and you just fucking ram into it, and that's BTS being there. Because it just doesn't fit the song whatsoever, and... Uh, Honestly, the flow works just as well as, like, like I said, gravel going into a cement mixer. Um, other than that, you know, Halsey, you honestly astound me how you can get worse by every single album. And uh, 
I applaud you for that. I hope to see you again soon, and I can't wait to trash you. Beautiful. Absolutely Goddamn. beautiful. He, he destroyed Halsey in, like, less than five minutes. Not a lot of people can do that. I mean, we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> we did. We did. We, we knew a murder was going to happen, but, like, you know, we're also the criminals because we didn't report it. So, what are you going to do? But, Trent... I mean, hey, anybody who reports the truth these days just gets canceled. So. I'm... I'm I... <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong though okay okay wrong. yeah honestly if you dis if you disrespect the k-pop community though like i just did you're gonna get canceled Stans. way faster than Stans. anything <laughs> honestly oh my god it's 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 horrible the k-pop community just cancels everything nowadays there's no fun there's no fun but yeah it is shit happens you know <laughs> but uh Trent, let's hear your top five worst albums of 2020 so far. All right. Starting off at number five, uh, this one I actually forgot about. So that's how you know it's a bad album. Um, <laughs> KSI's album. Oh, shit. KSI's fucking rap album. I, I remember. Yeah, it wasn't that good. I mean, it's his first album, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it, can he improve? Oh, yeah, he definitely can. By, uh, not rapping. <laughs> Nah, it's just, it's, I, like, I, like I said, I don't really like KSI in the first place, um, uh, as a person, just don't like him. Uh, has he been nice to, like, fans and stuff? Like, yeah, I mean, he's got a good personality, you know, good with fans. That's good, he's a, he's a personable person, but as a rapper, no. No. Um, not, the rap game is not for him. But, um, yeah, the album as a whole is just kind of, kind of garbage in my opinion. I mean, did he have some good features like we talked about? Yeah, he didn't have too bad of features. He had some pretty big features, if I recall. Yeah. Well, he had Drake on there, too. Some, I think it was Drake. Was it know. Drake? Oh, it was somebody big. I can't think of them at the moment, but it was somebody like, pretty Doesn't popular. Doesn't matter. Garbage album. Um, uh, and it's only going to get worse from here. Uh, as uh, Corey Taylor says, all downhill from here. Yep. Uh, yep. Moving <laughs> on to uh, number four is... Uh, Taylor Swift's Folklore. Ooh! I thought you liked that album. No. L looking at it again, like, listening through it, I, I couldn't get through it. I listened to the entire thing. And I was like, okay, honestly. It was like, I thought it was okay, but, like, of the shit that I listened to, but I was like... Because, like, I couldn't finish it first, so I was like, I went back and listened to it, and I was like, yeah, this is honestly garbage. I get that, yeah. Uh, do I... Do I understand why people like it? Yes. I mean, if you're a Taylor Swift fan, yeah, you're gonna fucking love it. Anything she puts yeah. out, her fans are just gonna eat it up. Oh, like, yeah. That's a well, that's a fact. Huge T Swift fan. Can't do it. <laughs> I get it. Um, and since we just talked about that, I'm not gonna say anything about it. Since we literally just did that fucking album. We already know what we think. Right. It makes that easy. Watch the previous uh, podcast episode if you want the full yeah. take. Yeah. Good shout out. Uh, <laughs> number. Actually, you know what? This okay, Taylor Swift and the next one they can probably flip, uh, or it's kind of like a vice versa type of thing where like I really didn't have a. Okay, the only ones on my top five that really are like, it's just the the I have two spots for number one, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna get through every other album, then we go to the, the two. Um, so after Taylor Swift, we got the Sawayama album. Uh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. My wait, heart. Wait. My heart. Why are you putting Rena as your number one? No, she no, has... No, she's not number one. She's number two. Number two, right? She's number three. She's number, number three. three. Number three, three or three. four, whichever. I said Taylor Swift Okay, two weeks to tell. No, I'll, I'll stop. It's, it's only because of what I said. I know you guys fucking hate me. Uh, <laughs> it's only because of what I said during the album. Is because I literally could think of like three or four different songs that went with it that like kind of took the beat and i was like i i just i don't like that you and my so, girlfriend both man like she doesn't like it either but like for the reason because it sounds like everything else that she's ever heard of in pop but i'm like but it's rena <laughs> I, I don't even go for that i mean it, it does it sound if to me it sounds a little bit different than pop because like i mean i've been forced to listen to <laughs> I forced um, you. Yeah, I fucking forced. Um, <laughs> but like, I like that she like has, even though it's only two songs, she like blends some kind of hard rock metal, like you know, new metal vibes to it, rather than just keep it strictly pop. Mhm. Mm like, yeah, I mean, I don't. 
I don't, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just because of that reason of I can think of different songs. Like, it's it's the Dream Theater thing that gets me, you know? That's the thing. Was that, Hopefully that was a Sawayama album. I'm not thinking about it. I'm pretty sure that was it. I think I think it was yeah I think I think, I think it was yeah okay whichever album that was I'm pretty sure the song album whichever one that was fantastic um now the the top two these two are in the running for number one they're both on the same fucking uh plane of existence for first place for oh but this is number two but this is number two this is uh, no they, if these ones can flip as well I don't give a shit they're okay. The first one of the number one spot. Uh, the 1975 Nose Recognition. <laughs> there it is. That's my guy. He knows what's up. Yep. He knows what shit. They'd already talked about that when I gave my literally sentence spiel about that when we talked about the album. Uh, horrible. And like Nate, I do like one or two songs from 1975 that I've heard on the radio and stuff like that. Um, they're not bad. And, like, I have a lot of friends that are, like, big alt fans that love 1975, and I've had to listen. Like, I don't mind those songs. But this album. Oh, my God. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. Garbage. Uh, going, at, starting off with that fucking Greta thing, it, it throws off the entire album. The entire album's so bad. And, like, oh. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get mad if I start talking about it. Um, <laughs> the second album in running for number one is the Fiona Crapple album. Oh, yeah! You hated yeah. that one, I remember. I hated that one. And I said Fiona Crapple because, yeah, it's. Because like, it sounds like Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That album, I get it. <laughs> that album was so bad oh like that's why i have it in the run for the two worst because like i cannot decide which one's worse because they're both fucking horrible like at least like her album was consistent you know With being bad you know <laughs> being also, bad but 1975 was just a jumble was also consistent on being bad but it was a jumble of bad but it's so bad at the core. It's, it's just it's just bad. It's just bad. It's just, that's, that's the same thing with Fiona Apple. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the entire album to me made no fucking sense. The, the instrumentation of it, like I said, was good. But it's her. I just <laughs> can't take her. Very weird singing style. The singing style is horrible. I don't think she can sing. Like I said, she sounds like a fucking goat. Listen to Criminal and you'll change your mind. <laughs> oh, fuck. Who the... We talking about... Who the fuck sounds like a goat? Was it Lindsay Buckingham we were talking about? No, it's... uh uh Not Lindsay Buckingham. Um, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Stevie Nicks. That's, like, that's what it reminds me of. Uh, and, yeah, it's... Oh. Instrumentation was good, but her as a per her as a person and her singing horrible. She's a horrible person. Uh, pretty sure she. I, I, fun fact: uh, she actually had a part in uh, doing some of the instrumentals. I think I told you guys this. She did some guitar work for, for the Bob Dylan album. Oh, she did guitar work for the Bob Dylan album. I'm pretty sure. I know she did something with it. I don't know exactly, but I think it's guitar. Oh God. You're like, no wonder it was shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if the Decepticons and like the Foot Clan just got together and decided to just fuck everybody. The Foot Clan. He said the Foot Clan. Hey, Ninja Turtles. Turtles in that. Wait, was it? What was that? What's the theme song again? What's like the the last part? Something in a. Turtles in a half shell. Half shell. I couldn't think of it. I was like turtle. I was gonna say hard shell, but I'm like that sounds dumb. Turtles in a hard shell. Turtle power. Turtles in a soft shell. <laughs> Turtles are tacos now. All right. I mean, well. Yeah, but yeah. Just that. That's that's my top five worst. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. From Trent, the top worst albums, top five worst albums so far, because it may change. You never know. But uh. Okay, but Fiona Apple and 1975 are probably still staying on. Yeah, and for me, like I didn't mind the Fiona Apple album. I didn't like oh, I it a lot. 
I, I, cause like I respected it because I know it got a lot of critical acclaim. I know like it was very artsy and so very full and so did rough and rowdy ways. But yet here we fucking are. Hey, hey I did. Hey, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, but all right, there you have it, guys. We got the top five best albums from each of us so far coming soon here. Oh. But uh, before we do, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back, guys. On to the top five best albums of the year so far. We're going to let Trent start off with this one. Take it away, Trent. Right, so what we got here is the top five best albums, in my opinion. My <laughs> culture is not your joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got off Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, so, uh, at number five of the top five we have Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia hey there she is I'm not gonna say anything about that one because we literally talk about that album all the time it's a got to album it Moving is <laughs> uh, next we've got Childish Gambino's 31520 yes sir wait that wait wait album, what so, number is that at uh, that is at number four okay spoilers mine's at number four too <laughs> yeah I'm not even I'm kidding you're gonna have it on there Oh, yeah. dude, I loved it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I had six for this one. What? That's right. I did have six. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that. Okay. So, uh, do a leap. Okay. So, actually, no. I'm gonna put Gambino at six. Do a leap at five. I like Fun. do a leap a little bit. We won't be um, matching. Okay, Gambino is at four. Fuck cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop my Oreo. Drop my Oreos. Fuck. <laughs> uh, for context, if you have not gone on YouTube and looked up Tyler uh, Gambino eats Oreos in a parked car, please do. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So we'll go uh, Dua Lipa at six, Gambino at four, The Weekend After Hours at five. Oh, nice. Because that one, okay. As much as Blinding Lights is now played, uh, it was it. Blinding Lights is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. But that album, Amen. at the current moment, that album was so good, in my opinion. Um, I His know best we, album. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it was. I mean, we. I know we talked about it, uh, a, like in good standings when we talked about it back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, but no, it still holds up as you know. At number five on my top five spot because it it was that good, and I I remember saying I wanted more after the album was done because I thought it was that good. Uh, moving on <gasps> to number what we have three. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, Body Counts Carnival. A. Uh, uh, I remember on episode five of the podcast uh, when I announced that I was an official co-host. I when we did this album. Uh, along with, who do we do? Oh, we did Code Orange. Yeah, that was the I same episode as Code Orange. Orange. <laughs> I was going to put Code Orange, and I was like, I'm not going to push 7. Right. Code Orange would probably be top 10 for me. That was a good album. Solid. But Body Count, solid album, too. Yeah, Body Count's Carnivore. I, like I said, when I when we talked about this album, I knew it was going to be top 5. Carnivore is a solid album. My brother, actually... Uh, he came to me the one day and he was like, yo, you ever see Critical Beatdown? I was like, dude, fuck that fucking Body Count song? He's like, yeah, dude, shit slapped. I'm like, yeah, I dropped a new album. They did cover Ace of Spades and all that shit. And he's like, oh, it's sick. Because, like, my brother, like, he's not really, he doesn't, like, go into the heavier side of metal. Like, I mean, he likes some stuff, but he's, he does, like, um, his 80s hip-hop and stuff. Like, 80s, 90s hip-hop. Um, but, yeah, the Body Count, I mean, that's probably going to stay at the third spot the entire year. And nobody can ever fucking change that. Yeah, you hear that, bitches? Uh, yeah. uh, going in. Okay, this one. This one can probably flop as well. Because these two are two fucking amazing albums. Uh, coming in at the first tiebreaker for uh, first spot. Uh, is that what I'm at? First, yeah, I am. Cause we're um, we have. The Ghost Inside with the album The Ghost Inside. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, dude. I I went back and listened to the album, and I probably listened to uh, Aftermath at least once a day. 
Aftermath is an incredible song. And like if you watch the music video too, the music video makes it ten times more emotional. It's amazing. It is, it, 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 the, I remember listening to the one day coming home from work and I had a shitty day at work. And it just it lifted me right back up. Dude. That the song is amazing. The album in the, as a whole is so well produced. Especially after what happened. Mm -hmm. We talked about it. A seven year gap because of shit that happened. Yeah. And like you come back and make a banger album like that. Like honestly, I think it might be better than Tools Gap and an album. I think it might be Oh, 100% in my opinion even. Dude, it is it's such a good album. My hey, buddy, um, the beat goes on, dude. The beat My goes manager on. John My manager John, he was like we were talking in the car about it the one day when we were driving home from uh, I think uh, uh, Millersburg for rap. Um and I played Aftermath. And he was like, oh, dude, who is this? This sounds good as hell. Uh, I was like, oh, this is Ghost Inside. He's like, I think I've heard of them. And I told him about, you know, the crash and everything. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my God, that's them? I was like, yeah, dude, this is their first album in seven years. He's like, this is so good for a seven-year gap. I was like, I know. Seriously, I'm running out of breath talking about all this shit. But, like, this album was so so good. And there's, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> Right. Uh, I'm, gl I'm glad you loved it as much, too. Like, I'm glad I put that on oh, there. I, honestly, I did. And, like, when I say I listen to Aftermath at least once, I really do listen to Aftermath. Because, like, it's just, no matter where it's at on my playlist, I always kind of look for it. Like, like I'll search for it. I swear yeah. to God. I, I think for, like, two months, that was the song I played when coming out of work. Just because of that breakdown. Yeah. That's a sick breakdown. That breakdown fucking amazing dude just oh i i might have to go buy the uh the vinyl for that one oh i already did i i snatched that immediately How so worth it uh like 20 something i think at the end of the day bucks, yeah. 25 uh, 20, yeah 30 now, yeah. this next album that i have uh is one that i do have the vinyl and that is a version's crown. Hell will come for us. That's your number one. That is my number one. That Bet. Is so fucking good. I love that, that you love that album. Dude, I mean, honestly, it's mostly because of that fucking spider. That vinyl is lit. It is so dope. Uh, oh, I never posted a picture of this. Um, no, that. This I was listening to this uh, with Maya in the car and like I said when I, we talked about it it reminded me of Behemoth a little bit with like Nurgle's uh, vocals and that's what like, I'm a, a big Behemoth fan um, and that's that's most of the reason why I like is like his vocal work is so good uh, especially in the, the title track uh, but no the whole album was just banging the whole way through I was just <laughs> And I don't know if I, I don't remember if I told you, but like that's also their first album with a, a new vocalist. Yeah, the new vocalist. Yeah, I think he does an amazing job. He does. Uh, it's just so it's so put together. This album, it was oh perfect. Mwah. I literally, I don't think, I don't think that I have any problems with this album at all. I don't think I do because it's just it's that fucking good. And it's like I said, mostly it has the first place because that fucking splatter. Right. Yeah, it's so cool and like, just I went back and re-listened to the album. And I was like, I this has got to be top five or top ten somewhere in there. It'd be a sin if it wasn't. It, it, honestly, the Ghost Inside version. This might be like the only two things that I see changing for this entire year might be Dua Lipa and Gambino. The rest of it might stay. Wow. It's like the weekend is that album is still good. Uh, obviously, Ghost Inside of Version is kind of fucking good, and Body Counts like Like I don't, I don't see those four changing at all, pretty much. Unless okay, this the Avatar album might change. Right when we review that one. Or if Gojira comes out with a new album, because that single is fucking amazing. You listen to that, Nate? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I even did, too. That, it's great. So, okay, it reminds me of, uh, what is it, The Way of the Flesh. Is that the one? Skull Guy? 
I think so, something like that. I think that's what the album is. Yeah, it reminds me of, of like back then Gojira, and that's why I love that single. It is so good. Um, yeah. Also, the artwork for that single. Oh, oh that's cool. So cool. It's badass. Going back, back to a version of Crown, um, the album flowed very well uh, as well. And it just yeah, it didn't really let up. Uh, it is very. Yeah, just funky. Yeah, version Good shit. There you have it. Top five and, from uh, Trent. With yes, top five for me. And uh, with that, I'm gonna go because I got stuff to do. So yeah, boys, have fun with the rest of it. I will obviously listen to this episode when it comes out. So. Of course. Take it easy, my dude. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Trent's takes. Now moving on to Sebastian's top five. Favorite albums of the year so far. Uh, so basically, <laughs> uh, going from number five, I have Covets or Covets Technicolor. Whoops. Um, COVID 19. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. Album. Whoops. Um, yeah, by far most uh, underrated gem of the bunch. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed this album a lot. It is a very enthralling, uh, euphoric instrumental that just really sets some beautiful atmosphere that I have been actually coming back to a lot. I, of course, added the whole album to my master playlist, but I decided because of this album to make a whole entire playlist of instrumentals. And, um, you know, I don't really listen to instrumentals too much. Uh, You know, I, I do enjoy them quite a bit, obviously being instrumentalist myself. But there are times where I, of course, want to hear vocals just because, you know, I, I like hearing a full setup. I, I don't like just hearing instrumentals all the time. I like having a voice there as well to help narrate the instrumental attached, basically. But this album doesn't really need a voice. It does have a little bit from the from the bassist, which is also the singer. Um, but the the uh album itself it's just very beautiful i mean just from the album art alone it just it sets a very serene tone and i've just really enjoyed it ever since uh i honestly was very surprised i thought it was going to be some crazy like metalcore album but turned out to be just a very beautiful well-produced well-made album and uh yeah that's all i gotta say i don't want to go too much if you want to check out the whole review that we did earlier this year um actually that was the one featuring my uh, lovely partner bb as well hey um shout out but yeah and then uh after that we have dua lipa's future nostalgia um you know what can't be said uh you know great production bass it's fucking groovy uh her voice well placed delicate amazing um you know it was good I, you know, I don't mean to cut that one short, but we we already all described this one. I'm pretty sure you might even have this one in your top five. I don't know, but oh, actually, that one. Spoilers, I don't. Big spoilers. Oh, you don't? It's, it's in my top ten, but not my top five. Okay, okay, okay. I respect that. Yeah. Um, I only I only made uh, a top five list because I only include the albums I gave a 10 out of 10. And surprisingly enough, I had exactly five this year. Works up. Um, but going after that, I have uh, Protest the Heroes uh, poem set, I that's think. Right. That's right. Um, I really, really enjoyed this one. I've been listening to The Canary on repeat pretty much ever since the album uh, came out. And Jesus Christ, I don't think I've heard quite anything like it. The singer's voice alone is just holy crap. It's it's the word excelsior um i you know that's the best way for me to describe it it's just it's so triumphant it's just it's powerful it's groundbreaking i mean it's like if bruce dickinson and the lead singer of dragon force decided to just you know just decided to have herman lee narrate them fucking or something it's just (laughs) it was it was insane to uh just witness and it had so much energy it just had a lot of style to it and a lot of just class. I definitely can say this is a damn near perfect album, but 
it's only at number three, so that's just to tell. That's just to show you how much I really like the next two. Uh, number two, we have Dance Gavin Dances Afterburner. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. Uh, this this album is. I mean, obviously, Nate will talk about it a bit more, so I'll try to keep it short. But um, this is by far, I would say, even my third favorite dance album. Um, second being Artificial and first being Happiness. But um, going into it, I I was very happy with the singles. I mean, Prisoner is by far, I think, my favorite song of the whole year in general. Really? Um, yeah, I really like Prisoner. I've been putting that one on repeat quite a bit. Uh, it's at it's first, a very... It's easily like a like their most uh, uh, repeatable song. Exactly. I mean, not to mention like the vocal line. I think is. I mean, I think it's Tillian's best work vocally, in my opinion. I, and the reason for it is because he goes into different ranges that you haven't really heard before. Um, for one, you know, you've never really heard him like scream, scream really until this album um but this one was the first one i really got a glimpse of and i love that line you know put yourself in grip you know like i just i I love it it's just like it's so it's so well put together and not to mention i mean they he also does on uh kelly um god i'm i'm spanish and i can't fucking pronounce this at the moment but they sing in spanish yeah global calimente it's 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 amazing it's um i know he's not the best speaker of spanish i understand that but i still give the man props for doing it i think um, in my opinion it's like uh in the past like you know uh albums with tillian on it in general that's like their most unique one at least with him doing vocals because i mean none of the other ones have any other like you know language at all like the, or any like different language spe- uh singing songs so good on him yeah, and honestly, I just give him a lot of credit for it. And I'm going to say this right now. This is going to be a very controversial statement. But I think this is John Mess's best work. Oh, period. 100%. No, you're you're totally right. <laughs> Trust me, that's 100% fact. I'd, like, I mean, I'd love to see someone argue from, about uh, that. Yeah, like, honestly, I, he gets better and better through each album. And I will argue with that till the end of time. You know, if you look at him from uh, downtown Battle Mountain to um, what you call it to this, it's a different singer entirely. You can tell he's just coming to his own and really just really drives the point home. I mean, his lyricism is probably my favorite throughout the band's history. Um, I, of course, I love Kurt. You know, he's the baby, but I. Um, or sorry, he's not the baby. He is the baby. Oh, um, oh God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with John Mess, though, I mean, my I think one of my favorite lines of the album was like, you know, from uh, what call it Three Wishes. I really love multiple stab wounds. I don't multiple know why. Multiple stab wounds, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, always, I, always just, I always just randomly scream that part whenever I'm warming up. For vocals, I'll just be like, not supposed, you know, I'll just be like, just right. fucking like screaming that shit while warming up. But, um, yeah, it, it was amazing. Uh, I'm not gonna go into it more because I'm pretty sure we're gonna have another discussion once you talk about it. But, uh, my number one is going to be, uh, Run the Jewels as RTGA4. Um, I, I mean, what do you guys expect? I gave it an 11 out of 10, the only one I gave it 11 out of 10 to this year um special was like yep i'm back at it like a crack addict exactly <laughs> uh this this album insane there is no way i can ever see a band or sorry or sorry not a band a rap group competing with run the jewels uh lyrically speaking they have such a tight knit sound that i don't think any other group has ever been able to replicate and they also just work so well together. I mean, you know, DJ Mike and, or sorry, Killer Mike and LP are just some of the most charismatic and just just forefronted rappers I think I've ever seen. You know, they just, they work off each other so well. And honestly, I think they just, they're, I mean, I, I hate saying this because I don't like the context, but I think it's damn near perfect. And uh, 
you know, not to mention they also brought in Zach Della Rocha for a couple of songs. And uh, I mean, that alone is amazing enough. And uh, the song, too, just has such a powerful message in general. I mean, oh, the, yeah. The main chorus, like, like, look at all these slave masters posing on your dollar. I'm like, oh, oh. I know. Like, this is some of the best work I've ever seen rap have. And, uh, um, you know, I. I know I I know I put a lot of rap albums in the worst year, but believe me when I say I am a huge rap fan, and those albums do a great discredit to the genre. But this album definitely makes up for it in every way, shape, and form. Um, not to mention, "Walking in the Snow" is the most politically driven, the most just angsty and just just in thrilling song i think i've ever heard i mean god killer mike i mean they call him killer for a reason that man just slaughtered that verse i mean that song was made right before the album was released and you can tell i mean it was just politically charged i this this song could easily charge your phone if you play it enough like i i was just i was stunned i mean you know, listening to it, I i mean, listening to this album again today, I, I was really just, just, I, I was just in awe how much I still liked it. I mean, I, I've been listening to this album, not like on repeat, but it comes on quite a bit in my shuffle because Spotify likes to do that with my shuffle playlist. I have like 5,000 songs, but yeah, it's been playing like the same, like 30. Of course. Um, I know I get that. Mine has been doing that too lately. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm pretty sure it just goes based on how many times you listen to it. Right, but at this point. yeah, the songs that always appear. Uh, it always appears as "Walking in the Snow" and then "Prisoner" and then like um, why call it? It'll also show up as the Canary or something from uh, Palisant, but um, or not Palisant. Sorry, protest the hero. Oh. And um, but yeah, overall, like Run the Jewels, they are by far my favorite rap group. Uh. I can't wait to see what they have in store for us in the next coming years. Uh, you know, ever since I found out about them through Adult Swim, I have not been let down once. I make it a point when I say I will just go down a diehard fan for a long time. Like, they're going to make my... I, honestly, I might put them like in my top 10 favorite artists in general like this year just because how much they have really just innovated the rap scene and just really just showcased how well a band can progress through the years. Right. For sure. But yeah, that's, that's all I have. I, I don't want to go any further or else I would make this another, uh, another run the tools review. Sorry about that. Right. No, you're good. I love it. So there you have it, folks. The Sebastian's top five best albums of the year so far. And now we'll move on to my top five of the year. Um, I'll tell you right now, three of them are have already been mentioned and all, but like you still got to give them love. Uh, but number five, I'm going to start off right here and say number five best album for, so far this year for me was uh, Purity Ring's Womb. I really loved that album. That was like it was so chill. It was I'm surprised. Oh my god! Well, I I loved their like first album. I haven't listened to their second album, but like their first album is still like pretty fun to me. But like, yeah, they have just outdone themselves with this new album, in my opinion. It's just it's so fun. It's so chill. It's like it's easily the best thing they have they've ever put out. Period. I loved it. Great album. Just yeah. All I gotta say about that. Check it out. Uh, my number four is Childish Gambino's Three Fifteen Twenty, as I stated earlier with Trent. Um, yeah, that one, I loved it. I honestly think that is Gambino's second best album, in my honest, humble opinion. What was your first? Oh, first is Camp. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. that's my that's my favorite overall. I okay, I, I like this one a lot. Um, but at the same time, I have not re-listened to any of the songs at all ever since we uh, had to listen to it for the review. Dude, uh, you're you just got listened. I, I know. I feel bad. You just whatever the one has like the twelve in the beginning. That's the one with the bite. Like that one. Yeah. You just and, you gotta. Like I'm gonna say this. Uh, sorry to interrupt your no, you're review. Good. You're good. Um, but like, Childish Gambino, he's he's by far one of the most innovative rappers ever, and not, I mean not even just rappers, just artists in general. Um, 
and this album i just i don't know i just it didn't flow right with me i think it was probably because i didn't really feel as much imagery due to the album being very simple in visual content versus lyrical lyrically speaking this is by far one of his tightest and i mean that in the best way possible but i just never really got into it as much as youtube i'm I'm happy you guys are giving it more love i'm very much happy about it it deserves it and like i know like he also included uh feels like summer on there which while it was like an older single from like a couple years back it's still like in my opinion it fits with the album it's just it it was a nice touch and all i would have preferred that anyway over either this is america or uh summertime gladness like this feels like summer's oh no no uh don't you mean uh summertime magic magic yeah glad uh stick to the dance game and dance song (laughs) ah funny Summertime uh, magic. Simp. I'm simp, simping for DGD, even without trying. Um, but yeah, that album. Well, you are right though when you say like, uh, I wish like it was more, uh, you know, artistic and all in the sense of like uh, visuals. You know, I mean, the album is literally just called the date of which it came out, like officially. So there's not much to that, and all the songs are time frames of when the song actually starts. So. Yeah, but other, overall, yeah, I, I, I love the album. It's got a good mixture of uh, his old rap stuff and all, and uh, mainly stuff from uh, Because the Internet, I feel like. It's like Because the Internet, Kawaii, and uh, 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 Awaken My Love, like, you know, had a, had a baby. That's the album. There's not really any <laughs> camp vibes. Camp alone is just camp. It's like, you can't touch it. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. But nevertheless, moving on to number three, Jesse Ware, What's Your Pleasure?, I know you didn't like this one a lot. Wow. Yeah, dude, dude. It's so fucking good. It's like, it's sexy. It's fun. It's got that perfect 80s, 70s beats going and everything that I love. I'm just a sucker for. It's great. Like, she, and like, from what I've heard too, her old stuff was like much different and slower compared to this new album. Like, this is like her most like uplifting, like upbeat album to date. And she did a fantastic job i think like big shout out to her that's easily my number three spot uh now for the top two for me number two the weekend after hours i still listen to that album like every other day it's from like front to back pretty much it's it's incredible it holds up it in like it was like much earlier in the year too compared to the uh the rest of these albums actually no it came out around the same time as the gambino album i think it was like a little bit before or maybe even that week yeah. but i do uh, associate those two with like being together as far as our uh, release dates go and like sound right and plus like we were viewed the same day too so like it was bound to be together but yeah like that album absolutely marvelous blending lights the perfect mainstream pop song in like a big minute i feel like in my opinion but like he's oh, the guy especially now right and he's the guy to do it like he's totally the guy to like put out a song like that that's so catchy and can be on repeat all the time and people will still love it you know like even like when i'm playing a game or something or like i'm on the road listening to the radio and it comes on any of his songs really even like in your eyes um it's i'm having a time of my life it's great it's fantastic but yeah like in your eyes like i said fantastic song heartless the first single off the album absolute banger after hours the title track just what how i described it as you broke up with your girlfriend and now you're driving it's midnight and like you're speeding down the highway with like the lights just passing by you it's it's a visual experience but it's incredible for me like i i absolutely love it uh yeah and easily to his best album it's damn near perfect but somebody some band took its place unfortunately but number one you guessed it dance game and dance afterburner honestly i thought you were gonna say trapped i honestly thought i was gonna say megan the stallion but damn (laughs) no too bad it's only an ep too bad i know right yeah i i we talked about this earlier but i realized that it was an ep and all like a month after we did that review and i was like well we didn't even have to review that we just we wasted our own time with that shitty fucking ep but what are you gonna do anyway dance game dance afterburner it is one of their best albums easily but like here's the thing every year since tillian has been on the album every other album well every album after the neck uh the last one has been like 
incredible. It's a, they've always outdo themselves. And this one, they once again outdid, outdone themselves. And then some, with more screams from Tillian, like you said, with the Spanish song, with, you know, just... Some of the songs even felt a little bit slower at times, I guess, instrumentally. And then, like, you know, it would pick up again once, like, John starts screaming. And I was like, oh, there it is, you know? Um, really and not lo- to mention... Oh, sorry. Oh, what were you going to say? But I was going to say, I, one thing I forgot to mention, this is by far Will Swan's best rap. I was rap. just about to say that. Oh, yeah. I was literally just about to say that. Like, I was going to say I'm so like, sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder there. It, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, I think it was, like, what, Into the Night? Or into into, into the, the sunset. sunset, yeah, into the sunset, uh, yeah, easily like that's his like best rap verse period in such a long time. Like the last decent one was on uh, acceptance speech, but the best one is still uh, um, oh my god, the fucking one from Happiness, uh, the Powder to the People, Powder to the People's oh, yeah. rap verse. That'll always be my favorite. Like that's unbeatable. Like even like his flow and like the speed and all, I I loved it. But still though, this is probably still going to be my number one top album of this year it's just it's god tier it's great album it's perfect obviously we gave a whole like i think it was like a 25 minute like review on it or something like that or 20 minutes at the least it was it was great you know what we think about it check out the episode if you uh want to see a full thing but definitely one of their best albums as all the other ones are with tillian (laughs) but yeah, there you have it. That is our picks for uh, our top five least and uh, most favorite ones of this year so far. Um, yeah, I, I do. Uh, do you think we should still do the uh, album recommendations? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be down, honestly. Yeah, you know what? Why not? I have I'm... another rap album I can throw in here. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we'll give you some recommendations. Why not? So uh, why don't you uh, give us your Sebastian? So this one, it's not an unheard of album. That is for sure. If you know this artist, you know this album. But honestly, if you if you haven't, um, I recommend highly that you listen to Yay or Ye by Kanye West. Um, of course, I know he's in a lot of uh, criticism and he's facing a lot of controversy right now with certain aspects of his career. But just like Michael Jackson, look past the person, look at the music. You know, um, that's my biggest thing when it comes to uh, music in general. We just, you have to separate the, you have to separate the art from the artist. It's very hard to in some cases, but you just have to, because if you're going to review it, you have to give it a fair shot. And honestly, when it comes to Kanye, I think Ye is one of his best albums ever. Um, I, I was listening to all of his albums recently just because I wanted to honestly get like a feel for how he's truly, uh, digressed or, uh, regressed or, um, just kind of changed over the years. Uh, you know, he started off very humbly and honestly, the last time you really get to see that kind of humble beginning that he started with like Jesus walks and uh, like called straw or in um, oh, I call it graduation and stuff like that. Uh, you know, is yay. Uh, Ghost town is definitely one of my favorites off the album. Uh, that one is very, uh, that one is very nostalgic. I with like the party next door, you know, feature and everything like that. Um, and then you get like the very bipolar and just insane Kanye with uh, I Thought About Killing You. And then uh, last one I'll mention as well. Uh, I would say my second favorite one besides Ghost Town is uh, No Mistakes. Uh, he goes very soulful with this album. And honestly, that's why I've always liked Kanye because he not only incorporates rap, but he does a lot of soul as well. And he also brings a lot of collaborative artists and he produces his albums. I mean, that to me is pretty damn near perfect when it comes to Kanye. But at the same time, I do understand if you don't like him for whatever reasons as far as this year or any other previous years go. He's never been quite uh, a sweetheart in the hip-hop world, but I think he's still one of the best rappers out there, if not the best ever. But that's just me. Like I said, separate the art from the artist and you got yourself a pretty damn near perfect album. Good shit. There you go. Love for Kanye. 
My album recommendation is actually from someone uh, who's, I guess you could say, continuing to grow in his career. He's got like, uh, oh crap, I just lost it. Uh, he's got like six million uh, monthly uh, listeners on Spotify at the moment. Uh, his name is his name is Smino, and S M I N O Smino, and it's his album uh, Noir. Uh, yeah, actually, it's five million stream, over five million monthly listens right now. Uh, yeah, Noir. It's like it's different. It's a good rap album. It's like very um, what's a way to put this? It gives off Childish Gambino vibes for sure, uh, but it's far from like sounding like Gambino like he sounds nothing like Gambino at all like it's got that whole like hip-hop with like neo soul and jazz fusion R&B stuff going on with it it's not like you know your regular like trap album or whatever it's actually like something different uh I can say definitely that some of my favorite songs off this one is uh Marriott uh Hoopty uh Tequila Mockingbird was great Clink oh yeah I loved Clink Clink was great and uh, Skeetos, too. That's a, that's a pretty solid song as well. But, yeah, the whole – he's, like, a really talented guy. And, like, I think he's coming out with something soon, like an album pretty soon if he hasn't already. Oh, no, he came out with a mixtape actually uh, earlier this year. Um, what, kind of, what kind of music is this? Like I said, it's like, it's like hip-hop but, like, with the whole, like, neo-soul and R&B infusion kind of thing going okay. on it's it's great it's honestly like something different and like that album too noir it uh it, it's his first album to uh chart on the billboard as well kind of low 191 but like i mean it's pretty impressive still since it's the second album and like not a lot of people know about him at all so definitely gonna give him some love that's again smino and his album noir check it out but that's gonna be a wrap for this episode uh sebastian thank you for joining me for this episode of course spiritly thank you trent for joining us uh you'll be listening to something <laughs> yeah the yee yee and spirit <laughs> and uh yeah this has been the music corner rest 808s and we are signing off